Hello and welcome to FPL Radio for Friday the 7th of April. Uh, I'm back after a week off. Thank you, Ryan, and, and special guest Phil for holding the fort. It was uh, nice to be on the other side of the, uh, the fence, getting some getting some info and not to give everything away for once. So that was good. Uh, we are looking back at double game week 29 and looking ahead to game week 30. My name is Matt and I'm joined as always by Mr. Ryan Hodges. Hello, Ryan. Hello, Matt. Welcome back. Yeah, thank you to Phil last week. It was good. It, it, I think he's he summed it up as like a bit of a therapy session. So uh, that was yeah. good. And and he had a quite a good game week. So uh, I'm sure he's very happy with his uh, debut uh, attendance. Well, if, if that isn't a ringing endorsement for other people to come on board, I think uh, I, I think I don't know what is. No. Um, uh, what did he do in the end? He got 140. 41 minus eight so one three three if my maths is terrible but sounds about right uh yeah pretty good pretty good week so look listen in we do sometimes share some uh some good things and uh yeah i made him bench boast and all those other bits right go for it matt what we got on well yeah so we'll take a look back at 29 briefly um obviously a double lots of bench boosts lots of chips in play um uh, through there and yeah we'll look ahead to game week 30 a few big talking points not, not least the return of a potential big Norwegian lad up front for many but um, Ryan game week 29 bench boost activated uh, a pretty good week I think yeah it was a good week um, the bench boost was activated it didn't quite have the uh what's what what is um Arteta call them now impactors uh so I only got 13 points from my bench but uh aside from that it was mainly the starting 11 had done the business I got 138 points with a minus four so 134 in total pretty happy with that uh my transfers were De Gea in for Wald so that was a complete eight point swing now with the with the clean sheet in the second game for Manchester United and also bought Matoma in for Odegaard and um and yeah that was sort of six points for Odegaard's ball team for Matoma um I, I would say I've been a little bit unlucky because I didn't know about the Saka illness and he missed out. Uh, so he was on my bench. I only got the one point because he came on. So I felt a little bit unlucky there because Arsenal got a penalty. Saka might have taken that penalty. All ifs, buts, coulds and maybes. So I thought uh, a one-pointer there from Saka was unfortunate. Uh, Gabriel, a shot from Leeds. They hit someone's backside and went in. Thought was a bit unlucky, but then overall, I think Leeds deserved sort of at least a goal. So I, I can't really scrabble about that one. And Tarkovsky for about seventy minutes. It was such a terrible game. Everton, Tottenham. I thought I thought that clean sheet was locked in, but uh, it wasn't to be. Um, but again, I've got Harry Kane. So the the points on my bench: Tarkovsky two, Gabriel two, Saka one. Uh, but uh, Kepa as a Arizabalaga, I think is a my best pronunciation of that name. He got an eight pointer, so a clean sheet in the first game. And then, um, uh, sorry, clean sheet against Liverpool and uh, letting things. Heroes of the week Ollie Watkins. I can hear you booing and hissing in the background there, Matt, because I know he's one one of your uh, 
least popular players. Uh, of course, I bought Matoma in for a 14 pointer, and, and I suppose Kieran Trippy got to give him a mention with a, another outstanding week. Um, I captained McAllister. Uh, I've done that for like the last two out of the three weeks, and it's not quite paid off. So I went there again. Um, talking about unlucky, he, he got a very late penalty, and there could have been another one. And he moaned about it and got booked. So he lost his bonus points. So look, he um he, he was close to hauling. Uh but look, I, there wasn't much between who would I, who else might have captain Rashford. So I might have got another six points if 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 that would have gone that way. But uh overall, yeah, pretty happy. Um and, and then there's a player, Tyrone Mings, who just keeps delivering a 10-pointer again. I was hugely, hugely happy with that return from Tyrone Mings. Um I am now an overall rank uh, of one six four six one five, so a, a sort of a, a jump of one hundred and twenty k. So yeah, decent. I'm 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 happy with that. Um, we're going good. We've got, I've got a wild card and a free hit left as chips. So I wouldn't mind picking your brains on when I deploy those because there might be a might be a wild card nearer than than I thought it might have to be but yeah Matt where where did you where did you end up yeah so I did the bench boost as well um uh, actually bench boost was pretty good I tried to play my bench as I would have done if I hadn't had the bench really boost. um I think yeah, I well, saw I had, a lot of shit I had, I had Raya, Raya Botman Kane and Gabriel yeah. on the bench and I think I probably would have had them all on there because okay. uh Potentially bottom over Saka, but I was probably would have always ranked Saka as a chance of getting higher. But um, I didn't hear about Saka's potential illness either um, uh, for there. So um, I think that probably would have been pretty accurate, which is about twenty. Was that twenty six points on the bench? So yep, decent. good for for a bench boost. Um, anything sort of above ten, I think you're you're, you're buzzing really with with that. But um, mixed sort of transfers for me this week. I've put out Zinchenko, Rico Henry, and I got the news sort of 10 minutes before deadline confirms that Haaland was going to be out. So sure, Stupinen and Isaac came in for a minus four. Um, uh, Isaac, eight points, Stupinen, seven points. So those were big ups. Um, Shaw's probably a big, big disappointment really over the weekend. Um, only one point um, conceded two in the game against Newcastle, and then went off sort of with an injury after about thirty minutes in the what would have been a clean sheet against uh, against Brentford. So unfortunate there. But um, apart from that, I mean, pretty much everyone's got the same sort of people, haven't they? Really, um, double Newcastle defence um, uh, was very close to being um, really the sort of big swing for me this weekend. Um, Trippier and Botman, um, that sort of random goal that they conceded against West Ham. Um, in midweek, um, really sort of damaged that, but Trippier 14, Botman 7 um, was good there. Uh, Brighton players, obviously, Matoma and March uh, did well, 14 and, and 8. I went for Rashford captain, so not quite as good as Matoma, but um, not bad, tw- uh, 12 points there. Um, and yeah, Isaac, Tony and Kane all getting return, 8, 11 and 7. Disappointment to Saka uh, and Madison as well, who's one that I've held on for a few weeks with these sort of doubles in mind and all this all this sort of stuff but uh, yeah he is not uh, he's not done much and you have to hope that maybe a new or interim manager boost might might help out really but um yeah i didn't have watkins which i think is the big sort of swing for the game week but 126 points um big jump for me obviously um from about 1 million to 800,000 so um yeah fourth green arrow in a row actually so not too uh not too bad but we move on we move on so game week 
at 30 is the uh, is the one coming up. Let's take a look at the fixtures. Um, it starts on Saturday, so it's 12.30, um, the kickoff, so 11, 11 a.m. deadline with Manchester United, Everton, a um, few other ones to pick out, uh, Brentford, Newcastle, Leicester, Bournemouth, Spurs, Brighton, Chelsea with Frank Lampard back at the helm, um, away at Wolves, City away at Southampton um, and Liverpool, and Arsenal is the big one on the Sunday. Um but I've got a bit of a dilemma this week, really, I suppose, Ryan, in terms of like, I've got all these great players in my squad from the bench boost and uh, I've got to work out who to actually put on the, put on the bench. But yeah, what, what's, uh, how's your team sort of looking going into this, uh, this week? And, and yeah, what's your, what's your sort of, where's your head at with, with decisions? Yeah, it's uh, similar, really. I think one of the Brighton midfielders will miss out for me. Um, and that's possibly a bit of heart overhead because Tottenham at the back and certainly far from... Um, far from good, and and I feel that um, Brighton going forward are absolutely sensational. So it pains me. But who who do you drop out of these front eight? So I've got Matoma, Rashford, Salah, Saka, Kane, Tony, Watkins, and McAllister. And at the moment, I've got McAllister on my bench. I feel that the others have got ceilings but I mean McAllister's on those pens but I don't know what would, would does that make sense I, I thought I, I just fancy I thought Matoma getting in behind the uh, Tottenham defence I think it would just cause us all sorts of problems if, if you are a stats person out of the three Brighton midfielders Matoma is on the least um, expected goals and assists so he's the one and stats wise just isn't performing but then week in week out he bags a goal or gets an assist. So um, sometimes that, that's that's where, um, where, where they don't don't just uh, it doesn't back up. I I see Matoma. And I don't remember I've said this before. I seem being very similar to um, Sonny probably last year. Really, where they don't need much of a chance to score a goal. Uh, like Sonny would just ping one in the top corner from 25 yards out and I see Matoma doing sort of similar things where a punt through last week wasn't it from from the goalkeeper still and Matoma's on it and, and and scores and you just need those sort of small chances and he just seems to be clinical so that's why he's in my team ahead of McAllister and um but the stats would suggest I think McAllister's at the top of all those stats seems to be all in the penalty box having all the right shots all the, all these things that uh back up that and then Solly March is not far behind so the two on stats paper is McAllister and March, and then Matoma's quite a way off of that. But points wise, it's the other way around. So that's why I've gone. Yeah, Matt, what what do you, what do you think? Do you think that's the right order? Would you drop any of those front seven I've got? Yeah, it's definitely. I haven't actually seen a ton of Brighton's recent games, but I have sort of seen some highlights and seen the stats. And, and Matoma just seems to be the one for me that that really sort of stands out. I I, I think as you say and. The underlying stats don't quite back that up, but I think he's just a really explosive player. I, I think, obviously, with McAllister having the penalties, I think that is a really big boost for him. Um, so I've got I've got Matoma and March, and I've got March on the bench at the moment. Um, and Matoma in 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 the eleven. Um, but I um, one thing I did actually see a little bit earlier was uh, rumours of no Salah in training for Liverpool, oh. which might make your decision a little bit <laughs> a little bit easier. Oh, right, okay. Uh, there. I mean, we're recording this on Thursday afternoon. You know, we haven't had press conferences. We don't know yet. Um, obviously, um, uh, he's fasting at the moment for for Ramadan. Could be something maybe to do with to do with that. We, we're not, bench we're not sure. in midweek as well. Yeah, bench, not the bench in midweek. Um, although 
most of Liverpool's team were at that point. But um, yeah, so so one to keep an eye on potentially um, uh, on that front. But I think the big question for me, Ryan, this week, and and I, for many people really, is, is uh, Erling Haaland back in training. Um, the big Norwegian. He's had a bit. He's had a few, uh, you know, a couple of weeks off now with um, with a bit of a rest from the international break, and he didn't play in the game against uh, against there. So City have got Southampton away Saturday off. Saturday afternoon, um, late kickoff. Um, I've got midweek Champions League game, but yeah, do you bring him straight back in? That is the big question. Where's your uh, where's your head at, at on that one at the moment, Ryan? Well, of course, when I was explaining those seven, that didn't include Haaland, and at the moment, I can get rid of Kane for Haaland. I think it's gonna be a really late call, I'm just trying to get as much information through as possible. I think I'll message to you, um, on a, on a WhatsApp around how many minutes do we expect him to get. Uh, what you got, Bayern Wednesday, then you play Leicester. Tuesday, I think. Is it Tuesday? Sure. So you've got sat- late Saturday game, then you got, it's a home game, isn't it? First round, isn't it? But Bayern? Yes, it is. Right. It's, it's a home, yeah. And I think you've got three days rest before Leicester. And I think it might be, yeah, it all comes around pretty quick. And, and then you've got to get into uh, to Bayern. Now, if you're obviously still in that tie, surely Haaland plays both of those games, give you the best chance. So, uh, my suggestion is that his ma- his minutes get managed, but we've seen in the past he scored forty five minute hat tricks. So uh-huh. it's and these two teams, Southampton and Leicester, are certainly far from um, far from in good form. So uh, it, it's a huge concern not to go with him. Do you drop someone like Harry Kane, uh, who has Brighton at home? I mean. Uh, it's not a good fixture for Tottenham, by the way. That that fixture, Brighton always beat us because <laughs> a they're better than us, and b they're uh, they're just a bit of a bogey team for us. And then we have Bournemouth at home, which again, Bournemouth ain't, are not not doing too bad as well. And a team that can just sort of nullify any of our attack. I mean, you saw Everton sort of do a bit of a job on Monday against us. It's, we just haven't got huge creativity. Can't keep the ball, and uh, Harry Kane just scores a penalty. I mean, that that's that's what it comes down to. We just get. A, a pretty, um, pretty lucky penalty where where yeah it was uh, Keane who just kicked out. Then that's that's where his points come from. So I think I think it's an okay sell because after after those two games for Harry Kane, um, you got to start to think what you're going to do in 32 because there are blank game weeks and that's where Haaland will miss a game in 32. So you've got FA Cup uh, semi final against Sheffield United. And then obviously 33 is, is a normal game week before a double in 34. So yeah, it's just getting getting it right really. But um, I'm not worried. I'd love love to have Harry Kane again. I mean, I, I left it far too long, and he was just he's just been fantastic. And what was it? The thing he's only 18 points now of Haaland. Is an incredible been, season, very yeah. under the radar, really. Uh, so he's like just a steady Eddie. He just keeps delivering. Um, the other player who is interesting. He's on a, walking on a tightrope. Um, is Ivan Tony now? He's got three more game weeks to survive, uh, not getting booked. Um, all this FA uh, betting charge to kick in, which is all that one. Well, no, I, mean, I have no idea when that where that's going. But ultimately, if he can survive the next three games without getting a booking, he he is he can continue playing for as long as uh, whatever whatever betting scandal comes up so he's got Newcastle at home Wolves away Villa at home he did alright in the double game week didn't he got that goal at Brighton looked pretty good I think it was bonus in there as well wasn't it yeah, yeah. so um, yeah he just keeps ticking away but I think if you've got the money I think you have 
I think that's an easy switch. I think you just take Tony out, put Harland in, and then you can have the forward line of Harland Kane plus one. Uh, so, look, yeah. late news for me, Harland. I'm edging towards it. Whether I'll captain him, him, and we're jumping ahead a bit, I'm not sure. Um, but he's just so devastating. I, I, I'm loath to go without. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I think um, I think a little bit of it also comes down to chips. So we've talked, you've talked a little bit about how you've got your sort of wild card and your free hit. So City don't play in 32. Um, so potentially a strategy could be you know you try and ride it out without him for two weeks here. Hope he doesn't get a lot of minutes with the Champions League free hit in 32 or something like that and then bring him back on a wild card in in 33 I've already used my wild card as you said I've got enough money to go Tony to him I think I probably will just do it just because Tony's such a risk um and you know Tony's done well this season he's got he's got 17 uh 17 goals he's, he's had a great season but he's um he's sort of patchy he sometimes seems to sort of go on these like quite barren runs and then sort of pops up with 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 points so I don't mind too much getting rid of him um I think it's worth the risk for me to bring him back, to bring Harlan back in. I'd want him at some point. I've got the free hit for 32. Um, there are other things to do in, in my team. So, I, you know, there's an argument for, for believing it. But yeah, I think I think I probably just want him. I, I suspect he will play a decent amount against, 60? against Southampton. I think, yeah, I think, I think 60. It, yeah. Southampton are a bit of a weird bogey team for City actually in oh, years, but um, uh, but I think How? because he was How? because he was he was sort of touch and go for the Liverpool game. Like obviously he didn't make the bench, didn't make the squad, but I I don't think it was like completely. I think if it was, I think if it was like a Champions League final, he would have he would have been able to play against Liverpool. Obviously okay. back in training, um, you know for for the full week, I suspect he'd want to get some minutes in his legs because he's didn't play an international break, didn't play against Liverpool, so it's been sort of three. Three, three weeks, plus yeah. weeks since he's played, so you maybe want to sort of give him, if you can, give him sixty minutes against Southampton, and then, and then, and then hopefully the games. Hopefully he's got a hat trick. Games one, um, he can come off then. But um, so I think for me, I will probably do it just because I've got no other. I've got a lot of little things I'd like to do, but no other major fires in my teams, and I can do it from Tony, which I think is, is yeah, easy. nice. And that Kane, keep, yeah, that keeps Kane in your team. team, yeah. It does. So I don't have Salah. I, I have sort of the two premiums up top. Um, uh, and then I've got sort of a few other players around around the edges. So yeah, that'll probably be it for me. Um, Shaw is a yellow flag. is really it's quite annoying. Um, but I've got at the moment I've got Botman and a Stupinen on the bench. So either one of those could come in there. That'd be that wouldn't be a problem. Um, Madison is one I want to get rid of, but he's got one last chance for me against Bournemouth. Um, uh, before I move him on, before he has the City game um, potentially the week after that, and also he's just he's just doing nothing really for me. So. Um, yeah, no other real major fires, so it'll probably be Haaland for me this week. The other one, actually now that might become more of a problem in the future, is is the goalkeeper. I've got Kepper. He was obviously dropped by Frank Lampard the first first time yeah. around for, yep. for Mendy. Could be one on the chopping block. I think he's moved on a bit since since then, so I wouldn't be surprised if he does actually keep his, um, keep his place, but I've got Raya on the bench actually as a, as a backup, so I don't. I'm not too, I'm, again, I'm not too desperate. So, yeah, I think for me, I'll get Haaland in. Just means it's out of the way then, it's done. Um, and and I can sort of avoid it. But, yeah, I think um, apart from that, uh, it's a bit of a strange week, actually. There's, there's quite a few sort of teams playing each other at the top. Obviously, Arsenal, Liverpool. Um, Liverpool not looking in, in particularly great shape. at the top. So, I suppose Arsenal uh, at the top. Liverpool mid-table. Historically, me? let's say. Historically yeah. at the top. Um, uh so yeah, some interesting ones. And I think yeah, captaincy is a big question this week. So obviously, 
Um, if I bring Haaland back in, it's always tempting to captain him. But as we said, there's a bit of a risk about his minutes. But there's not a lot of other really enticing captaincy options. Obviously, Saka's always a good one. Oh, but they're away at Liverpool. Liverpool so much better at home um, than they are away. Rashford is still sort of doing solid business. But... Um, and United haven't they scored one goal in three games, I think, in the in the last three. Um, so yeah, it's an interesting one. Where 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 are you sort of heading with the the captain's armband at the moment? Uh, at the moment, at the moment, it's on Rashford, but I'm not confident about that. I think there's, I think what you just described is, is exactly that. It doesn't seem to be a huge amount of goals. So Everton at home for United, Everton are going to keep it tight, play dice ball, and unless. United and just sort of blow them away, which I can't see happening at the moment without Casemiro in the team. I'm a bit wary of that. Tottenham, I, I can only see a one-goal ceiling for Kane. I can't see much more than that. Even though right, Brentford did score three, just Brentford are a better team than Tottenham. So I, I, can't, I can't see that. We are at home, Tottenham, but I just think Brighton will cause us so many problems. We'll just find it hard to get up the other end of the pitch. Um the sort of wild cards really is is, is Ollie Watkins. Um, he's he's bang on form. Why wouldn't you put an armband around him? Nottingham Forest at home. Forest are looking pretty dodgy now. Uh, what they got three or four straight defeats, and yeah, it's not looking good for them at all. So, um, Ollie Watkins bang on form for the manager this week as well. So. Yeah, Steve Cooper, wouldn't it? Yeah. So yeah, it's it's it is a Mix, mixed bag, really, this week. I think there is an outsider um, from your boy City. Um, Jack Grealish is showing some terrific form uh, post-World Cup. And, um, I mean, you'd expect him to continue playing and getting scoring points. Uh, he's not he's not been one to score many goals. I think he's got three goals and five assists in the post-World Cup. So, um, decent fixture, Southampton away. And if, if he did what he did, did against um, it was Liverpool, then uh, mm. yeah, he's not a bad outside shout and certainly someone I'm keeping my eye on, but I'll probably come to that in a, in a, in a minute really. But yeah, so, so lots, lots of things there. Um, but sort of, yeah, keeper, what, what's your strategy on 32 then, Matt? Are you thinking of free hitting? I think I'll almost certainly free hit. Um, so, uh, it, so you, Teams missing out: City, um, Manchester United, uh, Brighton, and ooh, Chelsea, isn't it? Like the last one, Chelsea. Yeah. So, I mean, not I don't have a ton of players from those teams. Like, you know, I've got I've got a couple of United, a couple of I've got one Chelsea, one City. If I bring Harlan back in, um, it's probably just one of those where I'm just not sure when else I'd use it. Maybe double game week thirty four. Yeah. Um, I think potentially I can sort of. So I think, it'd be, yeah, for me, it's, it's 32 or 34. I think I need to take a proper look at what my team looks like in 32. Um, see if I can... I can get nine it. out, you see. Mm. Without without any transfers at the moment. With my current team, I can get nine out. Obviously, if Harlan comes in for Kane, then that drops to eight. Um, but yeah, it's... it's. I've got the I've got two Arsenal boys, which which helps for me, sort of the yeah. defender. But... Um, and obviously, still got Tarkovsky and Mings, but yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a case of um. But I haven't got a goalkeeper. That that like yeah. that that's. But it's that bad thing. So yeah, at the moment, yeah. I think I think I will probably. That's, that's the reason I didn't really go for Luke Shaw in the end. Um, 
well, look, I went for De, De Gea, so that's why I didn't go Luke Shaw. I went, went De Gea over that because I thought I've still got his wild card in my back pocket. I did sort of flirt the idea early on in this, this thing. I still may play my wild card like between now and the deadline. I, th- I still think there's a chance um, just because it, it, if uh, there could be a point where I might take a, a minus four to remove Salah possibly mm. bring Grealish in and then take Tony out for Haaland. Like, other than that, I could do a bit of a mix-up of, of some of my players and get them moving forward if I commit to uh, to fully into the game week 32 free hit. So I could do that. Um, yeah, I think I, if, you get news, yeah. if you get news that Salah's confirmed out or something, I yeah. think that, that becomes a bit more of a viable strategy. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, I've, as I've said, at the moment I've got a real benching headache because I've got 15 sort of high quality playing players. And actually one of the things you you probably can look at doing now that you've done that is you, know, you can probably have one or two players on the bench that are just like, you know, absolute dirt cheap, 3.9 defenders, you know, yep. bring Andreas Pereira back in at 4.3 million or something like that. Yeah. Um, Cause you don't need, you kind of, you can, you can get away with it. You can sort of focus money on, on more of those players. Cause I think that potentially gives you the space to do like a premium strategy if you want to, or, or the space to do that if you need to. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely one to think about in terms of sort of cle- keeping it clean and keeping it, keeping it refreshed, but, um, it's a, yeah, it's an interesting one. I think, yeah, I think 32 is obviously a decent game week to free hit. Um, you could probably look at not Liverpool are at home against Nottingham Forest. So you could maybe attack into that. Um, yeah. I think it's always worth looking at the upsides of these things as well. Like not just in terms of how many players you can get out, but also just like, who would you bring in? Cause I think there was a there was the, the blank game week a few weeks ago, um, and you're looking at sort of some of the players you're bringing in a free hit, and they're just yeah, really uninspiring players. Yeah. It's just like you know they're all going to score two points, one point, three points because they'll play, but they're not going to do anything. So um, the opportunity to attack into 34 with a double get, you know, City have got double game week against um, uh, Fulham and um, and West Ham, pretty good. You know, you could bring in you could bring in De Bruyne, you could bring in Grealish, someone like that. Liverpool um, uh, have got. Uh, Spurs and Fulham you know again you could look at bringing in sort of triple from a few of those guys and really sort of going going all out um, so I do think there is there is a lot of sort of scope to consider it but it depends on what other chips you've got you know if you've still got a bench piece if you've still got a triple captain obviously 34 is the one to target there and at that point 32 becomes a quite easy um, a quite yeah. easy free hit but nice one good stuff uh, did you say where your armband's going well, it's, it is a very it is very tricky actually this week. I I think I don't I think I did. So I'm not going to put you on the spot. Well, I think you said it's on Rashford at the moment. I think mm-hmm. I think Rashford's probably the safe choice. Harland, obviously, I think if we get if we get maybe an indication tomorrow from from Pep, he's, he's definitely fit and definitely going to play. You maybe can't go too wrong with that because you just sort of you just sort of and you just sort of hope that there's no other high scoring captains. If if Harland comes on and gets two points or one point and you captain him that's okay if Rashford and Saka get two points as well but the problem is if if they score two goals then you, it's the difference that, that really kills you so I think there's safe options safe options are Rashford and Saka um, I don't hate Kane either probably um, but uh, and, and Haaland is probably the, the slightly riskier one you know he might be a little bit more of a differential on captaincy than he has been um, in the past but yeah, hard to say really this week. It's a very, very tricky one. There's no real sort of big standout standout options. Well, that's good. It's 
good to, to split. Right, so I mentioned Jack Grealish, 6.9 million. I think he's took a price rise was it last night, I think. 3.1% yeah, so. owned. Uh, so, yeah, he's, he's, he's bang on form. His last, last sort of games, well, I'll say that, it was bang on form against Liverpool. And then before that, it was sort of a little bit bang average. But it just looks looks up for it, leading the fight for City in, in where there is still a... Um, uh, a title chase or not um, but yeah look, look for, for me I test yeah just he definitely looks, looks, looks like really, he's, really good. he's sort of back to his best and he is a player that you know his form doesn't necessarily translate into those stats at the moment but I think that Liverpool um, uh, result gave him a big even you know even more of a confidence boost and yeah he's absolutely sort of first name on the team sheet particularly with with Foden out um, on yeah. that left wing slot at the moment. So, um, yeah, I think he's a great pick. Um, definitely one to to consider. You know, I've got Madison, could be a fairly sort of sideways ish move there. Actually, frees up a bit of cash similar price, isn't they? Madison's 8.2, so you can save oh, a million or so. Save. Yeah. Cool, dear. Um, well, so that's not bad at all. And I think, you know, I think De Bruyne as well maybe starts to come back into the conversation. Um, he's been quite ropey form wise since. Um, uh, since the World Cup, but again, looked bang back to it against against Liverpool. And um, City have played um, since the, before the game against Liverpool. That's when they played um, uh, the Champions League game against um, Leipzig and Burnley, and they scored sort of seven and six. So they are really sort of starting to look like they are back to their best, and, and might well be going, trying to go on one of these big sort of long City winning runs to hopefully put a lot of pressure on Arsenal to the end of the season. So. I think De Bruyne, he's 12 million, he's expensive. Um, he's owned by 24% of the game. Um, you know, could be someone, if, for example, you're freeing up a lot of cash, um, uh, you could well look at sort of bringing him in as an alternative to Salah as that sort of second or third premium. But it's a, it, you do sort of double up with, with the city there. So you're sort of spreading the things a little bit less. So, so the counter argue De Bruyne, he plays when the opposition play four at the back uh, that's that's generally the, the logic isn't it because Al- the reason I'm saying this is Alvarez has come into the team recently and has done incredibly well so 6 million Alvarez 2.2 do they fight for the same spot does it matter does it is it a system that the other team plays I mean trying to second guess Pep is, is brilliant but what's your thoughts there <laughs> It's a little bit like so obviously sometimes Alvarez just comes in as the direct replacement for Haaland um, as he yeah. did um, uh, in the Liverpool game. Sometimes he has played a little bit deeper and, some, and like I think in the Spurs game I think Alvarez played and and, and, uh, and De Bruyne didn't. I think a little bit of that is De Bruyne's form. Um, I think probably if De Bruyne is if De Bruyne is fit and firing and, and on form he plays every game. So I think I think Alvarez is unlikely to replace De Bruyne much apart from if there's a bit of rotation he could also play maybe off the right so um I do think Alvarez will get will get minutes but I think I think I think De Bruyne is is uh is going to be well ahead of him in the packing order probably okay. for the rest of the season yeah okay nice one um just just to know teams with loads of games to play still he's uh, Brighton Brighton have got loads of games uh, caveat that that they don't play in 32 so um make sure they go mad but yeah they, they think they've got Two more double game weeks to to come in in the season. It might is it three though? It might even be three, Matt. Um, but yeah, there's they've just got so many games got to catch up on. It might be um, uh, Newcastle got another double, double game week to go. There's a there's a really cheap, um, well, a couple of cheap players for um, Newcastle, and I think you owned one of them a couple of seasons ago. Is it it Willock, uh, mm, yeah. four point seven, 0.8%. He's he's been doing all right of late. A couple of couple of goals um in there and a sort of um 
yeah, so so he, he's looking okay. It's just his fighting position with sort of set maximums come back in the team. And the other player I like is he's so cheap, four point one million. It's Jacob Murphy. Um, I I think I've flirted with the ability of getting him in. I think it might be like game week eight. Uh, only he's four point one million. Uh, obviously, he's probably got owned. For some reason he's he's owned um, by it's probably because of his price he's owned by so many people, two point three percent. But like what an absolute play he seems to be playing at the moment. So like limited minutes, but he, he's he's a good little player. I think he made a goal last night, but um, anything could have scored against West Ham. So that's my little nudge against West Ham. But yeah, anyone else should be considering? Do you think, Matt? Yeah. We've had a lot of like managerial changes um, yeah, uh, over the last sort of sort of couple of weeks. Um, so, I mean, um, obviously Frank Lampard's gone back in at, at Chelsea, which is a bit of a strange circumstance. But um, uh, I think a player he's already started talking up um, and one that had, had a decent sort of run of games under him was obviously Mason Mount. Um, out of the team sort of over the last few weeks, obviously with, with, with players like Felix and... Mudrick and things like that sort of preferred in positions ahead of him, but it really wouldn't surprise me if uh, if, if Frank Lampard turns back to um, you know tried and tested Mason Mount and and Frank Lampard under Chelsea when they, when he when they was managing before couldn't keep a clean sheet or defend to save their lives, but they did score quite a lot of goals, so maybe um, uh, you know some potentially that could be somewhere he might turn to seven point two million three percent of the game own um, own Mason Mount, so I think you might. We might see sort of some, uh, you know, obviously they've got a ridiculous squad at Chelsea these days in terms of the number of players. So I'm not sure you'd really want to go there, but potentially if you wanted to sort of roll the dice, he could be a, he could be one. Yeah, no, so I think that's a fair point. Um, manager will change Leicester. We don't know. No, there's no mention of who's coming in to do them at all. And, uh, good shout yeah, from Phil. So. Phil, Phil mentioned Ash, um, Ashley Barnes. Harvey Barnes last week got a goal. So that was that was a good shout from Phil. Uh, obviously, without manager Spurs, we've got interim manager uh, at the moment. It wasn't great. The performance at Everton was was pretty much Conte s. So nothing's changed really there. Which was, I don't know. I thought Shackles might be off, but we'll see if it changes at Brighton. Brighton at home, uh, but it doesn't look good. Uh, West Ham are in big trouble now after getting thumped by Newcastle so I don't want to have a double poke at West Ham but Moise's future is looking pretty dodgy and of course uh, Woy is back at Palace uh, and got a win and your favourite player Jordan Ayew has got to get back in the he's got an assist uh, yeah. in the so yeah oh, cool so I mean it's classic it's just it's just like going back five years every single time he comes back all the favourite players come in now the thing is he's quite pragmatic manager uh so will they start to tighten up at the back could bring some options in at the back but i think it's a watch and see for palace got a decent run of games so it is a definite wait and wait and see is there any other manager has been sacked since we've been on 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 uh on air matt oh i don't i don't know probably i'm sure <laughs> there have uh there have been loads but um yeah, I no. think that's probably that's probably all right on the managerial merry-go-round for now. But yeah, I don't yeah. think there's anyone else that I'm majorly sort of keeping up with. I don't have Watkins. That is annoying. Um, he's an absolutely blind in form. Um, yep. So yeah, I went, I went, I went Isaac, who's been who did okay actually. You know, he scored he scored eight points over the two, but not obviously not as good as 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 the boy Watkins. But um, just not sure I can fit him in this week. So he might be have to be one that I'll have to feel the pain a little bit more. But. I reckon that's probably going to wrap us up yep. this week. Um, 
yeah, lots to think about. And we'll have to see sort of who, where we end up uh, this game week. But we'll be back next week to talk you through all of the ins and outs of uh, game week 30 and look ahead to game week 31. So from myself and from Ryan, thank you and best of luck. Yeah, good luck all. Thank you.